after we had like fittings in the studio with like Bella Hadid, Kendall Jenner. We did, did dresses for Dua Lipa, Charlie XCX. So obviously all of these people come in the studio and you're like working with them and doing things and designing for them. It's like, it's an experience, like once in a lifetime kind of thing, which I think was really special. Welcome to Careers in Fashion. Welcome everyone, my name is Marta Paczka and I'm the Placement Officer at the Fashion Business School at the London College of Fashion. I'm joined by my colleague. Hi, I'm Darcy Fowler and I am the Placements Officer for School of Design and Technology and specifically the short-term placements. And we are joined by our guests today, Yunsu and Sam. Would you like to introduce yourself, Sam? Yeah, I'm Sam Thurwell and I study menswear design at LCF. And Yunsu? Hi, my name is Yun Su Lee and I'm from South Korea and I'm currently majoring in the fashion buying and merchandising and uh, currently taking a placement in H&M head office as a junior product de developer. Nice to meet you all. Brilliant, thank you very much. So today's podcast is all about placements abroad. So as you have heard, Sam and Yun Su both chose to do their placements abroad and therefore I'm sure they'll be able to offer lots of insight on this topic. Um, so first of all, Sam and Yun Su, what made you choose to do your placement abroad? Sam, do you want to go first with this one? Yeah, uh, I think just the opportunity outside of the UK is wider in terms of the industry. I know the UK industry is like amazing, but uh, I personally, I went to Paris and it's just the exciting like opportunities that Paris holds outside of the UK, which you don't find it's like the intensity, like it's it's more worldwide, I feel in terms of mm -hmm. more eyes on Paris, if that makes sense. Nice. Yeah. No, I bought a great place to do a placement in Paris. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and Yunsu, what made you decide that you wanted to do a placement abroad? Uh, yeah, like uh, to be fair, um, Working opera was not the thing that I was really keen on. Um, at the moment, like what I really wanted to was just like getting an internship experience from any kind of companies, regardless of the country. Mm -hmm. But like, uh, yeah, I feel like I was really lucky because like I got offer from the H&M and in this case, the head office, uh, which is like located in the Sweden. So it was um, really like unexpected situation that like, yeah, I was thinking like, oh my God, I'm gonna work abroad outside of the UK. And yeah, I couldn't really believe it at the moment, but like, yeah, I feel like yeah. I was really lucky to have a chance to live in another country. Yeah, which is really excited, yeah. Yeah, how amazing. Um, okay, so I imagine that there is quite a lot of components in planning and preparing for um, for going abroad. So I wanted to ask you, what did you find the most challenging in the whole process? Any volunteers or maybe let's go with Sam again since you started the last yeah. question. <laughs> I think for me the most challenging thing was accommodation. Um, I think because I went for a, my placement was only three months so finding accommodation that will allow you to stay just for three months um, was quite challenging. So in the end it, I ended up just staying in a hotel for three months which obviously the cost was awful but it's like what I had to do. I, I, I tried to um, get like a flat or an apartment or even like a share room but it's just the tenancies like were all minimum three months so it's quite hard that's the biggest challenge I think I had faith yeah mm, I remember you um 
obviously I'm your placements officer and I remember you speaking about that to me. Um, it must be really hard, especially when you're not familiar with the city or the country, so you don't really know um, much about the rental market or you don't know people personally that maybe you could move in with. In hindsight, is there anything that you think you would have done differently or do you think that it was just like a difficult situation and there wasn't much preparation that you could do for that to have changed the outcome? Yeah, I think if if I was to go abroad again for a uh, placement, I'd have a lot more preparation in terms of I decided so last minute, like literally a week uh, before I left um, that I actually wanted to go to Paris. Um, yeah. I had I had another offer from one in London. I was going to like Oon and R and which one I wanted to decide. So I think if I took longer, I could have planned the accommodation more, um, spoke to more people about it. But yeah. Nice. Thank you, Sam. Um, Yunzu, what about you? What did you find the most challenging in the process? Yeah, like actually, I also had the same kind, yeah, same the situation at the moment for because of the accommodation. So like, yeah, it was really like um, stressful, but uh, mostly like there were like a lot of like times for getting a working visa in Sweden. So before I entered the country, like I had to wait for so long time because I uh, I don't know like uh, what's the the process, but like. The Swedish immigration office, like, um, yeah, they just like wanted me to wait for like so long time until I get the visa. So it was a really like stressful time, and like I was really worried if I could like even work at H and M or not. And the second thing might be like uh, just dealing with all the job application process and the time I was looking for the job in year two. So um. Yeah, at the moment, like as I had to deal with like both study, just including the doing assignments and the job searching at the same time. So yeah, it was really stressful, and like I also had to prepare for like a lot of interviews as well. Yeah, so probably like I would say these two, like before uh, the start placement and after while I'm doing the placement. Yeah, I would say these two things was very like most stressful things. I would say. <laughs> Yeah, that's understandable. There's quite a few things on your plate on in your year two and also looking for a job. I, I imagine it might have been quite stressful. Yunso, you mentioned also the visa process. Could you tell us a little bit a, a little bit more about this? Because um, I think that this this is something that quite a few students struggle with in, in the mm -hmm. process. So could you tell us something more about this? Yeah, in deeply like uh, so. For example, I got an offer from the company on the February, but in the end, I just began to work in here like from the October. Um, so um, even if like I was keep contacting with like HR manager in here, like um, there is kind of like uh, another company who dealing with um, uh, the visa for the interns in the H and M. So um, I don't know how to say deeply, but like uh, the only thing I could do was just like waiting for their reply. And they told me that like usually the process like took like very long time, like the shortest time might be like just only three weeks. But actually I had to wait for like, I don't know, kind of like three months more. Um, so that's why like while I was waiting for the visa, I just finished my year two and I was doing the part-time job in the UK, but I was supposed to leave the country. So that's why I just like the plan to like quit the job and, but like 
at the moment, like my plan was like ruined totally. So I didn't really know like how to deal with it. Uh, as like I was um, having to like uh, um, pay for like the money for the living in the UK, uh, but like there's like uh, no way that like I could um, keep saving my money. So that's why I just like um, um, decide to come back to the South Korea, which I come from, and I stayed there for like one month. And I finally I got the visa. Uh, so that's why I just moved to the Sweden directly. So it was like kind of long um, the process, like kind of like long journey. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like the process was quite long for you. And also you mentioned that there was some agency that was um, helping you with, with getting the visa, right? The agency that was working also with, with your employer to kind of help you out of that process. Is that correct? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. Thank you very much for this. Um, there's one more thing um, to that question that I wanted to ask you about. Did you have some kind of expectations or concerns? Did you uh, experience some culture shock when you moved to another country? Um, if you could tell us something about this experience, that would be great. Yeah, luckily, like there's not really, really specific point that I was really shocked or like wasn't really able to like, get used to in Sweden. Yeah, uh, but at the first time, like when I just like... Um, uh, alive in the Sweden, the lifestyle, like food and culture, like kind of everything was really different from the UK or South Korea. Yeah, where I was born and raised. Um, yeah, but like uh, now I feel very satisfied with like living here. As like usually people in Sweden are very calm and peaceful and there's like nothing like need to be really quick, quick, quick. So I think I'm kind of like like the country and the lifestyle of the, of the Swedish people is doing, yeah. I believe that takes us to the next question, Darcy. Yeah, of course. So um, that's really great, Yunzi, to hear that you feel like you kind of, um, the pace of life and the way of life in Sweden fits really well with you. So it's great to hear about your good experience so far living there. Um, in terms of life outside of your placement, um, both of you, Sam or Yunzu, how did your lifestyle and social life change after moving abroad and how did it compare to being at university in London? Um, I think being in London, I was surrounded by all of my friends. So I was going out, like going to the pub, going to events, different things. And I think moving to a different country on your own, you have this like perception that you're going to be on your own. You're not going to know no one. But I think through working, uh, you just get these relationships because you're spending so much time with these people so you do eventually bond and you go out it's, I think my perception I was I was thinking I was just going to be alone like or in this city on my, on my own um trying to figure out things but in the end it was quite it was different to how I imagined yeah it was yeah oh, no, it is definitely a lot from personal experience as well it can be really daunting I think especially when you first get there in terms of like not just your social life but was there kind of any culture shock for you with moving to Paris or any kind of like homesickness or did you find like once you met those people at work um you felt a lot better living in Paris yeah I don't I don't really get the homesickness because I I was quite confident going anyway um yeah. but in terms of culture shock um yeah people in Paris are a lot different to people in London um just personality wise just their whole like persona how they go about the day um how the day is run it's a lot different to the UK and that was kind of my biggest thing like getting used to this new lifestyle 
Okay. Do you feel like by the end of the placement, you've kind of adjusted to it? Yeah, definitely. Nice. And with like the going out and everything, um, would you say there was like a big difference in cost or anything like anything like that to think about um, in terms of like if you're going out for drinks after work or like any other social events or gatherings? Um, was there a big cost difference or would you say it's quite similar to London? No, I think it'd be, it's really similar to London. Um, I think, yeah, drinks are expensive, but they're expensive in London as well. So I think I just expected that. Um, so it wasn't too much of a change. Cool. Um, Yunsu, what about you? What What's your life outside of work like? Um, and has there been any big changes um, in your social life since moving abroad? Yeah, like at the first time, like um, at the living in Sweden was quite tough for me because like there is nothing that I knew and there is like no one who I knew as well. There's like nothing that I could do my, by myself, I felt like. But yeah. like as like time goes by, I was just like trying to deal with like uh, like uh, a lot of tasks that I faced by myself. And I think I got a lot of like confidence by myself, which is very good. Um, also, as for the social life, like it wasn't really hard to make some friends rather than I thought at first. So That's good. as um, oh, yeah, sorry. sorry. Carry on. I was just going to say, how did you go about making friends with ah, yeah. people? <laughs> okay, like, so luckily, like, as uh, now I'm living in uh, kind of like co-living place and uh, there are a lot of like people who for like working or studying like me from diverse countries and there are like lots of events um, every time. Like, so it's pretty easy to make some friends by participating in interesting events whenever I feel like. Um, but the, in terms of like the weather, it was quite bad because like when I just began to the work in here it was uh, October uh, which is almost the starting point of the winter so um, it was fine at the first but like, it was getting colder and darker and during the uh, December and then January it was like terribly bad and it, it was like completely like dark and very cold so I couldn't really get like sunny weather. Yeah, it was really, really like hard to see. And I felt a bit like depressed, to be fair. Um, yeah, but like luckily, like weather is like getting better nowadays. And I I feel like finally the spring or like even summer is coming now in Sweden. Yeah. Nice. I'm sorry to hear um, that you struggled a bit during those changes in the weather. Um, I know just from hearing about it um that there's really short daylight hours is it in sweden during the winter so it's dark quite a lot of the morning and evening is that correct yeah it was uh, really 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 dark so for example like um the sunrise was uh, around um 9 or 10 a.m and the sunset gonna be like i don't know from the half past two or three wow yeah, it became just like so dark it was like, rather than like uh the london so yeah. even if like yeah i had experience in london before but like oh uh, no it was quite hard to like get used to it the first time <laughs> mm, i can't even imagine i'd really struggle with that as well is there any anything else that you really want to talk about like what about the cost was that quite different in sweden as well compared to london or would you say it's quite similar cost now i feel like is almost the same but at the first time like i felt like uh yeah the cost in sweden was quite expensive than the london but as i'm as i've lived in here for more than like six months i can recognize that like um maybe it depends on like which kind of food i buy so 
for example, like, okay, I will say the eggs. Um, the price might be like um, slightly expensive than than London, I would say. So like, so kind of like this. So each kind of like um, the products for uh, food, the cost is like really different. But like, yeah, um, mostly it's almost the same. Yeah, I guess. Okay, that's that's good to know. Thank you. I just wanted to come back for a moment, Yunsu, to what you said. You mentioned that you live in like a co-living space now with flatmates from um, maybe different cultures. Is that yeah. right? Did I yeah. understand right? Yeah. Okay. Could you please tell me also, because that's quite interesting, because when you go abroad, obviously you spend so much time at work, but then also when you leave work, you know, you would like to probably do something outside of work. Was that helpful to um, to have flatmates from maybe different communities and um, different interests was it helpful for you as well to you know um, to have some some social life and um, maybe do some stuff outside of work with them yeah exactly because like um, yeah even if I'm living in this um, studio there but it's like very easy to meet other people and as there are like quite a lot of like um, shared places like a shared kitchen or like um, there are kind of like um, the place that we can just play the games or have some drinks together. And um, there, there is even one like application uh, so we can just download it in the smartphone and uh, we can just like talk each other. And uh, if someone like have a gathering, then yeah, we can also join it like whenever we want. So yeah, I would say like there are a lot of like chance that I can meet um, uh, a lot of people who had like same interests and sometimes we hang out together we sometimes even like go to like small trip so which is very nice and uh, also uh, when I just began to work and um, there are lots of interns also that yeah all around like a 40 I guess it was quite a lot so um, I could find some of them like who had yeah same interests and then luckily I became like really close with some of them so I usually hang out with them as well yeah so I feel I don't really feel like lonely here to be fair yeah so which is really good that's great um, I'm glad you found your your community because that's really important when you obviously go somewhere you're on your um, on your own we spoke about the challenges and I would like to go to the the other side of the coin let's say could you pinpoint some highlights of your placement of the whole process Sam would you like to start yeah sure so I think obviously Paris Fashion Week was a big one uh when I first got to Paris it was three weeks to the show so it was like 15 hour days it was something stupid like that um preparing but it was all worth it in the end like the show was amazing just to be around be backstage um with all the models all these celebrities it's pretty cool and obviously Ludovic um who I worked with has a very big like celebrity influence so all of his friends are very well-known so we had like fittings in the studio with like Bella Hadid, Kendall Jenner, we did, did dresses for Dua Lipa, Charlie XCX so obviously all of these people come in the studio and you're like working with them and doing things and designing for them it's like it's an experience like once in a lifetime kind of thing which I think was really special to experience. That sounds really amazing to be fair yeah. I mean such a great learning opportunity and also networking you know all these all these great points there yeah, I see, I see you're excited. Yeah. I'm so jealous. That sounds so fun. I want yeah, to do that. There. The network is like, amazing. 
yeah I was gonna say did you feel like you learned a lot from the process and like did you meet a lot of people yeah in terms of like the team it was like it was a really like talented team so just to be around them every day was I just learned so much that's great it's like a once in a lifetime opportunity I guess like once you're at uni and then it sets you up so well for once you graduate um and not a lot of people can say they did an internship in Paris so no yeah definitely very cool um what about you Yunzu what were your highlights of or what so far are your highlights of your placement uh I would say like um the most um, biggest thing is is that I could learn about what the specific roles about the product developer so as I'm working as a junior product developer like um I can yeah I've like I've got a lot of like um, knowledge about like job job roles, but at the first time, like I didn't really have that much knowledge about the job before. Uh, since I'm majoring in like buying and merchandising, and my ideal goal was just becoming a fashion buyer mainly. Um, so the product product developer was not really like uh, the thing that I was really keen on. But um, since yeah, I've got a lot of experience um, in here and now uh, now I know like exactly what the task of all like product developers doing. And yeah, I also could learn so many things about like working method and yeah, the, yeah, like job roles, uh, learning the job roles is the biggest thing for me. Yeah, in terms of the placement. It's really brilliant to hear you so that you had so many kind of areas of the business that you could kind of touch upon and explore because also for you it's a learning opportunity to decide oh you know this is something I enjoy or this is something that is not exactly my favorite but at least you get that experience and you know maybe what where would you take it where would it take you and um, on your career path next yeah exactly so this was like uh yeah after graduation probably like I'm also gonna look around the jobs which is about like a product developer as well so I'm kind of like enjoying my job uh, right now which is very good so yeah obviously in the future like how my future goes on <laughs> brilliant that's that's great to hear Sam I just wanted to come back to one point the placement officer in me is telling me to I have to touch upon this you mentioned <laughs> stupid hours before before the fashion um, week and I understand yeah. it can happen absolutely you know one or two days or such and we always mention to our students you know there might be days where you might need to stay overtime or there might be some extra hours or sometimes like evening night hours if it's before the shows but by all yeah. means I hope that it was not the experience for whole three months for you oh no no it was just for the three weeks. It was it was painful, um, honestly, <laughs> but um, no, it was fine. It was all worth it in the end. Brilliant. Okay, great. Great to hear that it wasn't for for the whole three month duration. Brilliant. No. Thank you very much for the confirmation. I was also wondering um, if either of you have had the opportunity on your weekends to do any traveling to other local areas or um, if you felt like you really got to immerse yourself in the culture um, with like visits to art galleries, museums, like anything exciting like that? Yeah, I think on like the weekends, I just for the first couple of weekends anyway, I just became a massive tourist and just went and saw everything that you could possibly see. Uh, 
as a tourist and then I kind of just got bored of it honestly <laughs> yeah um, you're a local by then by that yeah point, exactly when you're doing all the tourist <laughs> things yeah yeah nice what about you Yunzi? uh yeah I also had a like same situation like I almost like used to the go somewhere after finish work all the time uh but like during the weekend I also um went to uh like like small city trip kind of which yeah which yeah. was really enjoying but as the, the weather was like getting very darker at the moment so I just like decided to, to stay at home <laughs> just for a while but uh nowadays like since the weather is like uh, getting better so I'm just like trying to like go somewhere um as much as I can so for example yes the last weekend I just visited to, to Copenhagen as uh, the Denmark is really um close from here so it took just only oh. like five hours by taking the train so I just went to went there for the weekend trip and it was amazing the yeah the weather was amazing and there are a lot of like art museums I visited and cafes as well yeah so it was uh kind of perfect yes that's great it's really great that you took the opportunity to do that and yeah now the weather is improving and like you said it's going from spring to summer in Sweden I'm sure you'll be able to plan a few more trips like that so that's exciting (laughs) So now we're coming towards the end of the podcast. I just wanted to ask what advice you would give to students currently considering doing a placement outside the UK. Sam, do you want to go first with this one? Yeah, I think just like the main, my main advice would just be like dive into it. Like don't hold back, um, like take it all in your stride. I think if you try and think about it too much, you'll get in your head and you'll be like, no, I can't do it. I think if you just have like full confidence in going into it and like prepare well, uh better than I do anyway um I think yeah you're, you'll be all good nice thank you is there anything that you would do differently apart from maybe a bit more preparation on the accommodation um I think the accommodation was like my main thing that was the only uh worry I really had and um it was all sorted in the end so yeah I think it's all good nice thank you and what about you Yunsu? what advice would you give um as i am uh the international student i just like want to um yeah tell the other international students they like um so i was while i was while i was um preparing for the internship i was really worried about like uh what if i cannot get any kind of internship like offer or what if like yeah there is like a no any kind of like companies like contact me that kind of things but uh and in the end i finally got the offer which is very lucky but in this case like i just want to say that like um yeah uh the students like they don't really need to be worried and just be brave and just like open mind uh so that might be the key point in terms of like getting a job and also like there are a lot of like support that we can get from the uni. So for example, like I uh, use, I took a lot of help, help from um, academic support. So for example, like I took a lot of like session with them. And in this case, like, I could get a lot of like feedbacks about my CV and cover letter, as well as like interview preparation sometimes as well. Uh, so I just want to say that like use the kind of like uh, the ways uh, for getting a job as much as they can. 
Um, I also just wanted to highlight um, the support that we can offer as placements officer um, when you're doing your accredited placement um, and when you're in your second year. Um, you have our resources that you can use and um, that all on the LTF Graduate Futures Moodle page. So there's a specific section for placements. And then we also offer our one-to-ones and our inboxes are always open to if you have any questions, even if you're just considering doing a placement abroad um, and we can try and give you some insight and advice. Just to follow on from your answer, Yoon Su, is there anything that you would have done differently or not? No, no, yeah, I'm happy with it. Yes. Okay, amazing. Cool. I think that's pretty much everything then. Yeah, I believe anything so. Yeah. Is there any last, maybe kind of some kind of a tip or um, kind of comment or advice or anything like that you would like to add, any of you, Sam or Yoon Su? I think maybe um, have a lot of confidence in yourself. Don't self-doubt. Because um, I think I had that because the company I went to was such like a luxury house. I was like thinking in my head before I went, can I do this? Am I good enough? I think just have 100% confidence. You've got the role because you are good enough. So yeah, be confident. That's a very valid comment. Thank you, Sam. Yeah, that's a great tip. I think everyone who's going on their placement or currently looking for placements will definitely benefit from hearing that. So thank you both of you for your amazing advice and tips. You're welcome. So that brings us to the end of the podcast today. Thank you so much, Sam and Yoon Su, for your amazing insights. I'm sure this will be a really useful resource for all our students. So yeah, thank you for joining us today. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you. it was a pleasure to have you and thank you Marta for hosting the podcast with me thank you very much Darcy it was a pleasure to record this podcast with you goodbye everyone thanks for listening thank you thank you very much thank Thank you. you